2: What's in store for us this hour, guys? Talk Hollywood. That's we right.
3: Lori, do. I don't know if you know this story about Aaron Sorkin. Oh, yes. Did you know this? What? So he had a big stroke. Now, last we saw him, he was dating Paulina Periskova. Periskova. And they were, it was uh, um, COVID Oscars that he produced. And mm-hmm. they were madly in love. And then he dumped her right afterwards or something. And um, he had a pretty massive stroke a year ago in November, and um, he said it was a wake-up call. He was the guy who thought he could eat and smoke as much as he wanted, and it wasn't going to affect him. Boy, was he wrong. Mm -hmm. I I just thought this was kind of shocking. He said he didn't want to talk about it, but it was such a wake-up call that he wanted to share it with other people who think they're invincible and can smoke cigarettes, you know, and everything?
1: Right. Well, you know, I will say in the New York Times story about this, they did not mention at all that, you know, Sorkin 20 years ago had a vicious drug problem. It wasn't a secret. He was in the newspaper constantly. He told TV Guide that he smoked crack cocaine daily while writing the 1995 movie The American President. Treated for a cocaine addiction in 95, and in 2001, he was arrested at the Burbank Airport. He had all these hallucinogenics, crack cocaine, and he was allowed to enter a drug treatment program. And so he has been at least drug-free since 2012. But it's a little bit disingenuous not to mention that in the New York Times story because that, of course, would be a contributing thing, the years of drug abuse to but puberty, it is high blood It is
3: in this post story because he said his big fear when he quit using drugs is that mm-hmm. he wouldn't have the writer flow. Um, you know, he wrote A Few Good Men. And yeah. uh, he said, because you're a writer and you're on a roll, and I was on a roll when I was high, you don't yeah. want to change anything. But he did yeah. say he's been clean for 11 years. Ooh. Well, good. Yeah. That's good. But smoking, I just want to give a heads up. Smoking is a big contributor to strokes, people.
1: Yeah, and if you have high blood pressure, high blood pressure Mm -hmm. and
3: smoking, the combo is not good for you later in life. All right, back to
1: you. Back to you. Okay, well, just Hawaiian correspondent.
3: Yes. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, it was so fun last night.
1: So Jennifer Aniston um, was on with Fallon, I believe it was last night. Yeah, she was, and she. Just was. We've also posted. This is kind of a good red carpet. Something called the Fashion Trust. We posted that red carpet, or I should say, Grant did. And in, but of course, Fallon has to do a game with um, Jennifer Aniston. We also posted this, and they had to put their hands in this thing in a box. What are you feeling? <laughs> this box. I,
3: I'm telling you, the very first thing, and it was for Jimmy Fallon to put his Jimmy Fallon to put his hands in his box. <laughs> And it was a wasp's
2: snap. Oh, no, 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 no. I was oh, no.
3: scared to
2: death. Oh, no, you couldn't like, pay me. And there were
3: live wasps in there. And I'm like, <laughs> what is he doing? That scared yes. me. Yeah,
1: you can see why Jennifer Aniston was nervous about doing that. But it's kind of a funny skit, but it's way too visual. But she did um, break <laughs> down for Fallon a classic Adam Sandler outfit that he wore to a nice dinner in Italy when they fir- uh, filmed that, you know, m- the murder mystery movie that they yes. did. And mm-hmm. I think they just did another one. They did they a, a yes. yes, yes.
0: I hadn't been to the Kennedy Center before. Oh, so that was my first time. It's really and here cute, we are special, right? honoring the Sandman. Yeah. At the Kennedy Center for the Mark Twain Award.
2: Yeah, he dressed up too. I saw him, he wore a He wore a suit. A suit. <laughs> Isn't it weird to see him in his... <laughs> Isn't it weird to see him in a suit? It kind is of?
0: weird because he kind of looks like he's just playing dress up. Yeah, and he fe- and he, he kind of just see- seems very uncomfortable. He doesn't want to wear suits. No, no. We had a dinner in uh, we were in Italy doing the first one, and uh, it was you know nice dinner we were invited to, and Jackie looked beautiful in an eyelet dress. And and his the wife, Hair yeah. was done. Jackie uh, Sandler, the amazing Jackie Sandler, and. Uh, and he shows up in basketball shorts, satin satin basketball shorts with white piping, and, and Nike high tops, yeah. and a in a turquoise velour uh, eyes on that had no relationship to the pop.
2: <laughs> but he
0: kind of, you know, Vogue did this. Vogue, you know, conf- basically gave him the style icon, made him a style icon of sorts. They said. Sort. Yes.
2: They say because that's what
0: his now move he forever. Can, now it's his. It's, he's like I'm. A, Vogue said I was amazing. Like this.
2: <laughs> that's so, not true. Thanks, unbelievable. Thanks, uh, That's th- true. You've known each other for years, you and Adam.
0: Over thirty years. Yeah. We yeah. met at um, we met at Jerry's Deli, on Ventura Boulevard when we were twenty and twenty-two.
2: No way. Aww. Yeah. Jerry's famous deli. That's yeah. wild. And over the years, have you given each other advice or helped each other throughout your careers? Mm <laughs> no?
0: No, well I if I get anything from him, it's what are you doing? usually based on someone I'm dating. Uh, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing?
1: <laughs> she was really was cute. cute. I didn't know that though, that those two go back to struggling actor days.
3: No, and then she also said that she likes to take care of him on the set and make sure that he's having good Herbs and vitamins and he comes over to her camper for smoothies and Aww. they're cute. It was really cute. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was really um although Laurie. Mm. I think she did something. What? I'm on a face. Oh, you mean like a face? And I, I guess I'm just noticing because I want one. <laughs> so <laughs> You anybody, want a facelift? Right. I'm th- you know, it's in my wheelhouse right now. I've been thinking about it. And so, whenever anyone looks a little different,
1: she yeah. looked a
3: little different last night, I thought. Okay. Maybe she had just had injections or something. Maybe. But maybe. Um,
1: well, she'll she, never tell.
3: No. No, that's why I liked the gal from. Um, I just sent you the email. I emailed you the story um, from the gal who had the glow up from New Jersey's and just admitted everything. Mm-hmm. And her and her husband are on Ozempic. I just kind of liked it. I was refreshed that she just said it all.
1: Yeah, A-list actors—they very seldom. I mean, Jane Fonda's admitted they very seldom. uh, Bette Midler just admitted to having her face tailored, but very. And she's like eighty. Yeah. Well, she's seventy-seven, and that's the first time she said it. And Jane Fonda admitted it when she wrote her memoir.
3: Yeah, when she she had
1: three facelifts. Yeah.
3: Okay. I'm going to be open about mine because it's going to be obvious. Is all I'm going (laughs) to say. (laughs)
1: Oh, no, I oh, just did, lost a ton of weight. What, honey? Well, did you like Sarah Snook? I thought she was kind of a, a good follow-up guest to Jennifer Aniston on Fallon I thought night. it
3: was a fun night, and I'm not a Jimmy Fallon fan usually, but what I yes. like more is I love that What's My Jam. Oh, yeah. With Quavo oh. last night, who kicked it. Was it, it. great? It, I don't know why I like it. Yeah, it's
2: fun. Don't you think it's fun? Well, it's be, it's just, we love covers. Yeah. As we've all talked to this, Bruce, you know, yeah. we're talking about Kelly Clarkson, you would love to see, you know, we all love covers, so it's just a really fun way to see interesting takes, how other people can make a, an already great song somewhat even better with their own touch. You and know? they
3: also play a little Pictionary yeah, with um, names of bands, and I, I just thought it was a fun, I, yeah. I, I I taped that show, What's My Jam?
1: It's a fun show, I think. That's
3: good. It's a different take yeah, on so a good. music show.
1: Right. So it's kind of... I like. I liked um, Sarah Fallon asked her the cast of Succession recast as Friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and
2: <laughs> do we
1: have that audio? Yes,
2: we do. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think she's spot on here.
2: Here we go. I was just thinking, like, if the cast of Friends were anything like the cast <laughs> of Succession, who would be who?
0: Oh, oh um, I mean... I feel like Greg is gonna be Phoebe. I love that! Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. so true! I think so. And then, I mean, and, and Kendall is, uh, is Ross. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Sad, is sad face. Yeah, sad face. Like real sad, like yeah, super sad, yeah, like sad face.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then, like, Shiv is Monica, because she's got it together. Well, <laughs> she's got her stuff together. <laughs> My God. Um, um Chandler's Roman, then. Uh, Joey is Tom, and then Logan is Rachel. Wow, yeah. oh. Logan's Rachel. Yeah, yeah. The world, you know, yeah. revolves around. Yeah, yeah. It's like it turns an axis. <laughs> I thought
1: that was really kind of fun. Yeah, and of course Sarah is plays Shiv Logan on Succession. I didn't realize that. Um, you know, she was. I don't know if she's British or Australian. Uh, she's but British. Oh, British.
3: No, well Brian Cox is British. she's British. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that that they have a combo, Laurie. On yeah,
1: that they show. do. Yeah, they really do. Oh, I is gotta that tell it? you, Julia. Air. I read Roger Friedman's review mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is the first time Ben Affleck and Matt, Matt Damon have been in a movie since um, Goodwill Hunting in no, '97. No,
3: they did that that
1: Iron one, that Gladiator thing.
2: Oh, the last.
3: Weren't they both in that? No, that The was last a...
2: duel. Yeah. Yes, were they You're both? right? You're right. They, they were, were in the both, last I thought it was just Damon, but, but yeah, yeah. No,
3: they were both in that, but they didn't direct it or write it.
2: Okay. This right.
3: is them teaming up, writing, and Ben directing, kind of.
1: Yes. That must be what
2: yes.
3: Roger
1: means. He said it's a big, old-fashioned hit. In fact... The movie, he said, everyone wanted this Oscar season, and couldn't find, is here with air. It's the first movie that these two have done together. It's the first potential, he says, Best Picture nomination of 2023. And Amazon produced it, and it opens on April 5th in wide release in theaters. It tested so well that it's just going to be, they changed the distribution plan. That they're going to keep gonna it be in theaters. It's going to be just a week in the theaters and then streaming, but now it is going to be the kind of movie that people will want to see in the theater. And he writes that um, it's funny, it's surprising, it's tremendous acting. And he, Roger also wrote, "If this doesn't get Damon an Oscar nod, I don't. He doesn't know what movie will."
3: Mm-hmm. Well, we're going on Monday night to the screening. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yes,
1: yeah, I'm very. And apparently. Setting- it's like Jerry. Apparently McGuire. the 80s soundtrack is supposed oh, to be. Oh, I
2: bet you that a oh. good call, Laura. I bet you, right? Because everything's been, you know, all this music has been making everything more popular. This is gonna bring us right back into the eighties. This is gonna be fun.
1: I one song holding. that's in there that might be, you know, one of my favorite songs from the eighties is Tempted by Squeeze. Is it tempted by um, the food of,
3: food of another? Yeah. Okay, I love
1: that. Great, great song. And Ben Affleck uh, told Roger um, that he originally wanted to have Jump by Van Halen in that spot, but you can't license Jump or any Van Halen song. Apparently, they're all fighting with each other. No one can agree on anything, so we gave up, and I'm much happier with Tempted anyway. Oh,
3: All right. So, well, that's a yeah, good little vanilla. In fact. fact, that you can't get any music. Right? There you go. I love the sun. We got to come good back song. with dirt learn with We'll be right
1: back. Lori and Julia here for Learning Rx. And uh, I know we got some new testimonials um, from students that have uh, gone to Learning Rx and had amazing changes happen to their life as a student. Because let's not forget that when, you, when you're a kid, you your job is to go to school and hopefully enjoy school and have it help you not be something that is something that you dread, that your kid really feels discouraged about, and learning LearningRx can help. They have seven locations. They're giving 50% off the cognitive skills assessment test so you can find out what exactly is going on. How can they help? What can we do? I mean, the cognitive skills assessment test is Eye opening, it really is. The number to call is 952 949 6900. That's Learning Rx, they can make all the difference in the world to your kid.
3: This is a My Talk Dirt Dirt Dirt
1: Alert. Hey, Grant, what do we have for the dirt today?
2: Yeah, let's take a peek right now. We're going to get, we have an update on the Amanda Bynes situation where we had learned that she had been, uh, she called 911 on her own and put herself uh, into psychiatric war. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener, hosted the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years,
1: you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounters
0: Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: Or to be held for a while, but there is some details that have come out since we spoke about this yesterday. So I just want to bring those details to light a little bit, but... Uh, basically, a source close to Amanda tells that that they're still putting the pieces together, but at this point they believe that she could have been living on the streets for several days and they were told that Amanda's car was towed on March 15th in Long Beach about 40 miles from her home and 20 miles from downtown LA where she popped up on Sunday and called 911. So it's not like this was just a few-hour, one-day thing. At one point, they were told that Amanda, she basically got a ride from strangers to return back to Hollywood where she had kind of wandered off. This is all according to TMZ and a source close to Amanda. So, um, okay. yeah, the psychi- they're saying right now that the, the psychiatric hold will most likely be extended and that she is making improvements. Um, and according to sources, her parents uh, do not plan to put Amanda back into conservatorship, but are happy that she voluntarily called 911 for this psychotic episode that she was going through. So she
1: probably could taking her bipolar medication.
2: Yeah, I think that could have been it. You know,
1: it. people will do that, and then um, because they they feel like it, it's okay if they do, but things can go off the rails yes
2: yes absolutely that is the struggle of you know that a lot of people face with bipolar you know that it Mm -hmm. it, the, the medication does help but it's also that battle of they don't feel right so then they don't take it and then it goes down this whole Other downward spiral. But uh, so we've got some other music news here. Bad Bunny is being sued by his ex-girlfriend for quite a bit amount of money here. Forty million dollars. Yeah. And this is over a single line. So back in 2015, his ex-girlfriend, who is now a lawyer, she's been through law school throughout this whole process. She uh, recorded her voice was recorded in the bathroom saying Bad Bunny Baby. Now, that particular part that recording has been used in a couple songs uh, Patai which was now viewed over uh, 355 million times on YouTube it was also used in Dose Mill which was viewed over 280 million times on on uh, YouTube in addition to that they used it in promotional material concerts and different music platforms so she's saying that she never gave consent to this she never signed a contract for this there is no contract in existence that that you know there was some sort of agreement. So there's kind of like this, again, he said, she said, but again, he is making money off of her voice. And that's kind of where it stands right now. Okay. Yeah. So Stay I,
1: tuned.
2: Yeah. There's going to be more to this. And like I said, you know, and and, and her name is uh, Dela Cruz and, you know, good on her. She's got her own law degree. So she's taking this on partially herself, but she's also working with other representation. And uh, what there was one other part here. Um, Yeah, the suit contends that a deal was not reached, but the recording was used in the song and published without her consent. So that's where the, you know, the gray area exists because there was no contract. There was no agreement on whether, you know, to be paid for what. So we'll see where that one comes, like you said, to be continued. Now, okay, yeah, how about let's go the whole Scandaval situation and... uh, (laughs) We've got the Vanderpump Rules Season 10 reunion coming up. And on Wednesday, via Instagram, Raquel said that she will be attending the reunion in person. Now, this is strange because apparently there is a temporary restraining order that Shayna and Raquel have against each other that they cannot be within 100 yards of each other. So how can they both be physically present at this reunion?
1: How do they do that? They have a couch way, way at the other end. <laughs>
2: bring her in via Zoom. You know she could. Oh, you know, that's my thought. Okay. They could put her in another studio, or they could have her from home and then bring her up on a screen via Zoom. That's just how my I'm just brainstorming. That's yeah. You know how course, they could do yeah. that. And and if they do, I mean, it's going to be huge ratings, right? I mean, we've we've seen that the, the oh. ratings go up for the show for Andy Cohen's What Happened Happens Live. If they can get her to this reunion, whew going to get heated and they did say that they would have um some sort of security around for um, and keep it as civil as possible throughout the whole process try to keep it as civil as possible throughout the whole process but uh, we also have an update on this cryptocurrency promotion problems that a lot of hollywood stars have been facing i think we learned tom brady was facing this a while back and a few others that they had promoted these cryptocurrencies Without telling people that they were being paid to do so and without mm-hmm. basically saying the risks that were involved. So the SEC has been cracking down hard on this. And now the more recent uh, group of celebrities that are brought into this are Jake Paul, who is a very popular YouTuber and boxer, Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. who we all love and adore. We got Soldier Boy. It uh, looks like um, Kendrick or Kendra Lust, Akon, Little Yachty, Neo. Austin Mahone, they were all brought into this um, SEC filing on Wednesday, and it was because they were uh, illegally touting Tronix and BitTorrent. And now that, Mm. so they have come to an agreement where all the celebrities have agreed to pay a total of $400,000 each to settle their charges. So,
1: remember Kim Kardashian paid like $1.2.5 million for her Instagram about crypto. Yeah. Um, Without acknowledging payment, and then Matt Damon did all those ads, yes, and Giselle did. talked about it in Vanity Fair. Yeah. Yes, and, and s- Tom Brady did them, didn't
2: he? Yeah, we, yep. yeah, so do you guys think that this, because she paid $1.5, and these guys only have to pay 400 Yet, you know, BitTorrent and Trionics are huge companies as well. Do you think this is because their reach maybe isn't as big as exactly Kim Kardashian? Okay, because she, exactly. she influenced a lot more people, which therefore the penalty would be much higher. Got that. All right, and finally, we'll round this one out with um, Priscilla Presley is asking uh, a judge to uh, m- request that the hearing over the Lisa Marie's trust be pushed from April 13th to mid-May. Now, we don't have an update as to whether they have agreed to that, but she's asking for more time to get things together.
1: All right, she'll probably get it.
2: Yeah, I, I think she will, and I hopefully she does because this is a it's a big story. We they got to make sure they get this one down to the facts right yes. yes all right well thank you for that Thanks, grant yeah I believe we have a winner that we need you to from announce. our
3: pick your prize contest
2: who let's see you um, get
3: to choose it. Pick your prize. Oh Terry Herrera from Chaska you are today's winner for our winner on the Lori and Julia show for a hundred dollars and you will be entered into the $10,000 Pick Your Prize contest. Um, and congratulations to you. And if people want to sign up, you can um, go to the MyTalk 1071 app. If you don't have it, download it and register to be part of the Pick Your Prize contest. And hopefully we'll be mentioning your name. We have four winners every day on MyTalk, wrapping up on the 31st and drawing on the following Monday. Our winner for the $10,000 pick your prize. More information is at mytalk1071.com. And then there was a scandal.
1: Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. As far as rumors and conspiracy theories and vintage scandal goes, something happened on August 14th, 1997, which will forever go down in all time sports lore. I don't know, Grant, if you know what I'm talking about. The Baltimore Orioles successfully canceled a game after their star player Cal Ripken Jr., the Iron Man, who mm-hmm. was in the middle of extending his all-time record, two thousand four hundred thirty-one consecutive games played, yep, a record that won't be broken, never, probably never. No, he be- supposedly told his team he couldn't play. Okay, and the theory was that Crash Davis himself, yes, Kevin Costner was sleeping over at Cal Ripken's house, and Cal Ripken caught Kevin Costner with his wife, Kelly. A fight ensued, according to a story made famous by two national radio hosts in 2001. The hosts repeated the claim, which had been circulating online, that Ripken Jr. was too hurt or emotionally traumatized to play that day. One version of the conspiracy theory scandal states that the Orioles shut off a bank of lights along the first baseline, claiming it was a power failure and sent the crowd home in order to preserve Whoa. Cal Ripken's wow. consecutive game streak. Wow. Kevin Costner called into that radio show the next day oh, God. to vehemently deny the <laughs> salacious rumors. I thought at first you guys were saying it was true. I was going to take your heads off. And then he explained... He'd only met Cal's wife, Kelly, twice for what might have been 10 minutes. He'd never been inside a house, their house. And if there's something that's alleged, I'd like to see someone come forward because they don't have the story to do it. There would be big money for a story like this. Yeah. And Baltimore had been slated to face off against the Mariners and the Cy Young winner, Randy Johnson. Oh, yeah. And... The Orioles spokesperson said it was actually Randy Johnson in conjunction with the Mariners manager, Lou Pinella, that nudged the parties to cancel the game. And um, So
2: did this happen,
1: Lori? uh, According to him, no. According to everything, it is such a juicy story. It's become urban legend that has been debunked, but... It has persisted so long because it's been like over 25 years, and both of them, you know, have denied it. There's a photo of Cal Ripken in the dugout, but there was even like a couple years ago a six-episode podcast, yeah,
2: yeah, devoted
1: 20- to the rumor set off by an off-duty cop who was said that he knew that it was true. Ultimately, the podcast. What I could read up about it was more about how resilient, resilient conspiracy theories like the Cal Ripken, Kevin Costner Mm -hmm. rumor is no matter how many times it's been disproven, there's always a guy who knows a guy. Right. (laughs) Right. And it just seems
2: like such a crazy story now that we don't want to, you know, anybody cheating to be, you know, promote that. But if this were a true story, what an Epic way for ML. I mean, MLB. The strike of '94 was one of the you know biggest things ever. The cancellation, no World Series. But I have never, other than weather, really, and like nine eleven, knowing
3: that you remember all that.
2: Oh, but like nine eleven, maybe, and weather is the only other reason a game has been canceled. So for them to come up with this, like the lights went out. Perfect way to do it. Right. Technical. You know, right. it's an easy way to.
3: It seems. It seems reasonable it seems to cancel.
2: A game. to Yeah, yeah. With, there's no lights, but.
1: Wow. It was a minor power outage. A few bulbs in one bank oh, of lights couldn't be lit. That is
2: true. That okay. That's true. But that that, that hasn't held back any games because if you go to games now in those same bu- buckets of lights, there's always one or 2 there they're out. So, wow, wow.
1: This is why this rumor scandal has had legs. Because yeah. the other thing is the rumor: the power outage was a cover story used to postpone the game so Ripkins then 2,431 consecutive game and streets wouldn't be
2: broken. Yes. And that, that, that is one of the biggest records in all of sports. That Ironman rec- oh, Iron record. Oh, the Ironman record with the way athletes now, I mean, you hear him call like, right. like, uh, what's his name? Charles Barkley. And in our guy, Anthony Edwards in town here, he yes. called out athletes. He said, you make millions and millions of dollars and you just sit out because you're tired. Do you see coal miners sitting out every day because they're tired? Do you see blue collar workers sitting out a day because they're tired? How? No. How do
3: the coaches let them?
2: It's, these guys are pampered. They're oh. pampered, and if you look at it, if that's the way it is now, but and you look at Cal Ripken, the Iron Man, those two thousand games, that will never be broken. Will never be broken. Never. You know, I yeah. mean, and I love Joe Mauer, but I mean, the guy took a break every four or five days for bilateral leg weakness.
1: Yeah, and and Cal Ripken. I'm
3: having that right is... now. <laughs> I'm yeah. Adding... yeah. <laughs> I'm having bilateral stomach weakness.
1: Oh, no. Well, then just listen to Ripkin. This is the okay,
3: denial. Is his, There's a Lori, lot of
1: details. Lori, what magazine his, did you get this from? Um, this is from Pajiba. Uh, oh, yeah.
2: I, I found this article as you're talking about okay. it. Yep.
1: Yeah, and so what Cal Ripkin said, it's easy to check the facts of this one. I remember it very well. The bank of lights went off, and Randy Johnson was pitching for the Mariners, and we were deciding what to do about it. Was there enough light to see a guy throwing over 100 miles an hour. The bank was over our dugout. I physically went out and tested it for the Empire. I was in discussion with the Empires. I was definitely there. (laughs) I was definitely ready to play. I was definitely there, and I'm sure I was on camera a number of times. So he's really had a lot of details in his denials. Thank you, thank you, yes. I, I know, and I guess Costner and Ripken were friends. They met at the Dances with Wolves premiere, and the story... At the time, is that Kevin Costner got around a lot in between his two marriages. This is, I would and, believe that. Yes. And <laughs> apparently no one could ever figure out why a power outage only affected one bank of lights. And Kevin Costner had also reportedly been to Ripkin's house to play pickup games. hmm Of and, what? Um, baseball? Base, uh, baseball, yeah. Yeah. anyway, it's right. just a whole thing yeah. Yeah. that's a good one that I never Laurie. knew about,
2: but I love mm-hmm. the detail that Cal Ripkin put into. I was there. I saw me you you, ha-, you know it's like it's kind of kind of it in my eyes it kind of it, it leads to like you know a kid like, no, I was there, you saw me, I did this, I did that I did this i did, just to try to prove that they were there, but were he, I mean was it
1: really that?
2: I don't know i, I mm.
1: yeah, was he injured um you know, did they want to keep the um Record for him, and what if he was at the park but not couldn't play? And they, but anyway, you know, he did suit up the next day for a doubleheader in every game for the rest of the season. And he, he, you know, got to base three times and knocked in an RBI. So if he'd been injured the day before, he was doing fine the next.
2: Yeah, this screamed. to me, like you said, this is a purely. I feel like they were trying to keep their. Uh, they're trying to keep their, uh, you know, the record going. Yeah. Um, yes. And I just, oh, it just seems so dirty. And I love it. I <laughs> yeah, know, I I love it. Yeah. It's a sports scandal inside of it. Hollywood. I love this it. This is a sports scandal you didn't even
1: know about. No. That's even better. Yeah, I love this. Thanks, Yeah, Larry. it's called, the podcast is called The Rumor. hmm And that's what they do is. You know, kind
2: of just focus on sports rumors. Sure.
1: I just had never heard that. And I was like, oh, Crash Davis, you know? God, he, oh, yeah.
2: If he played that well the next day in a double header. I'm Bradley Trainer,
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's JLo Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, there was something going on that day that they didn't play that game. Let's just there. My, my personal opinion: there's some shenanigans going on there. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, not nothing to do with the wife, but more to do with the record. Exactly. And, and he and his wife got divorced like 16 years later. Okay. Yeah. So they, they did stay together. But, um, yeah, Kevin Costner was, um, his PR people were working double overtime back in the day. Because <laughs> like he it. was a very eligible man um, at all times. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That was very good. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Should we take a break and Should- come back and collect our thoughts? Please. Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Hammernik's Interior Solutions. And uh, they've got two amazing flooring superstores. They've got the one in St. Paul on Rice Street across from the Original Design Center and also in New Hope off of 169 in Bass Lake Road largest selection of in-stock flooring in Minnesota. They are a full service flooring company so they can do the installation for you or if you're a DIYer you can do that but they offer really competitive pricing. Their inventory is always marked at 12% off the already low price. They're open seven days a week and they can help you with you know any budget and whatever your size venue is. Is, but they've got the huge selection. They've also got great carpeting. And, of course, they are a family-owned business. Been in Ten business seconds. for 78, 78 years. That's Hammernick's Interior Solutions. They are ready to make your floor dreams come true.
3: I always just appreciate that.
2: I know. It always um, ends on a nice note.
3: Oh, gosh. All right, so late night TV tonight, <laughs> Brian Cox, kind of the cocky old man that he is. He's going to be on with Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And you know, the succession people are out in force because it comes back Sunday night on HBO season, the final season. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel's gonna have Molly Shannon and she's in the Zach Braff movie with um You Know Who and You Know Who. Florence Pugh. And Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and yes. I've read more and more about that movie, and I can't I forgot the name. That was yesterday. Good for you Good or For Me. Feel good. good. And she said, You know, even though they had broken out, good for you, um, they had broken up when it came time to film it. She said, he knew my voice. He knew how I spoke. He knew all my mannerisms, and it was perfectly fine working with him on it. And he just gets me, and he wrote such a brilliant thing. I think that sounds, I feel like we're going to have some good movies that we're going to want to see in the movie theaters this year. Yes. Yes. You know, movies that are relatable. Um, that, you know, just really some good stuff. Here's a couple things, Lori. Do you remember that's the... all wood- for late
1: night? That, that's it. James movies? Gordon, okay. we
3: don't care about. Uh, Stephen Colbert is gone and Seth is a repeat, too. Okay. So that's all that's happening. You sent me
1: something about utred Oh, yeah. Do you see that? That's what is that? Back. That is coming on April 14th on Netflix. This is The Last Kingdom. Is it a new season? Um, I thought it ended. It's a movie.
3: Oh, oh I got to send that to my son.
1: Yeah, it's a movie. My brother sent it to me because he knows that you and I absolutely oh. loved The Last Kingdom. Oh, but yeah. It comes out April 14th and it's called The Last Kingdom Seven Kings Must Die. And if you haven't watched The Last Kingdom and you're looking for a great oh. show, there's five seasons, I believe. On Netflix, it's absolutely a fantastic show. It really and is. So this is, I guess, what is going to wrap it up because we're not getting a series. It's, or maybe we are, but to me, I think everything I remember is that it's a movie. Okay. Okay, and I and, just want
3: you to know, Laura, um, mm-hmm. The Glory on Netflix, which is our oh. Korean yep. revenge. It's so good. It's so good, and it's, like, one of their best ones ever. It's, like, in the top seven ever of all Korean um, series. So it's, like, breaking oh, a ton of records that we really like.
1: Okay.
3: Um, Millie Bobby Brown, you sent me this earlier. She turned on about $10 million to be in a Stranger Things knockoff. She she doesn't want
1: to be 11 anymore. Yeah. She's done.
2: She's done being typecast that yeah?
1: She's done. Um, Julia, I'm ready to go on a road trip, a la Gail and Oprah. Grant posted this; it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. They're they're doing another filmed road trip. Thing. Oh, I, why don't so we
3: funny. do this?
2: This looks we cool. had yes this,
3: years ago. We you had this two idea. Would be great at
2: this. Oh, the two. Oh, oh. oh God. Anyway, I'd watch that, that journey. The,
1: thank you, Grant. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I'm looking at my N- National Enquirer, Julia, yes. and. Um, here's a little story for you, Adele, otherwise known as Adele. Her friends think that uh, Paul Rich is a bad choice for long-term okay. happiness.
3: Okay. Here's what's going on. Uh, it was mm-hmm. in, it was in uh, Anti Lawyers. You know, um, blind what, items. Yes, blind items on Wednesday, or maybe it was just yesterday on Don, Don and Bradley show, and um, he is out in Vegas asking the waitresses out while she's performing. Mm. And the waitress, mm-hmm. there's a text message exchange that said, um, I don't know why Adele wants to marry this guy. He w- took me out last night. So he's a philandering, he's got a, he's got a wandering eye.
1: Uh, he's also known by the National Enquirer in the term skirt chaser.
3: <laughs> I love that. Now, when is the last time we've
1: heard that term?
2: Oh, God.
3: Gotta love us a, in a skirt chaser. No, I feel like this isn't going to end well for her.
1: Mm-mm. You? Yeah. they think He's not good for her for long-term happiness. He's right. He's not going to be he the guy. He was her bridge. Yes. But I think she's expecting
3: it to, yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> see. Maybe they'll prove us wrong. Maybe. As people Maybe. always do. I want you to know mm-hmm. I got the name of the plastic surgeon. Nice. From the glow oh, up ooh. of the Real Housewife of New Jersey, he's out of oh. New, he's out of New York. He uh-huh. did. I sent you the picture from People or the story from People magazine, Laurie. Yeah. Um, his name is Dr. Sam Risk R I Z K. And Jennifer mm-hmm. from the Housewife is one of his before and afters. Okay. He's got a lovely gallery of before and afters. So I just said, people are in the market, have a lot of money, and want to go to New York for for procedures. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Did you guys, you might have mentioned it when I was doing some other stuff behind the scenes here, but we did post the, uh, the red carpet to the U, uh, Fashion Trust US Awards in Los Angeles. I don't Los even Angeles. know what that is. I, yeah. No, there's some good pictures on there with Kate Bl- Beckinsale, and they got uh, Heidi Klum. Some good pictures yeah, there.
3: It's all more. the typical nudies are nude.
1: Yeah. Well, I I liked the Kate Beckinsale. It was kind of a different, sort of a structured uh, looking. Yes. Um, dress. I sounded Demi judgy. Moore, Demi Moore and her daughter were there, and you know, um, I will say that's kind of good.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heidi Klum. Gwyneth what is what? left
1: trial in a huff today, you guys? Wait, who? Gwyneth left trial in a huff. Oh.
2: Well, she's. Mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Based on everything that we've learned, it looks like she was in the wrong.
3: I don't know. But I may.
2: I, well, the, the sole witness said they I know. saw. If, if that's your only witness, and when that's how, you know, we Witnesses get,
3: can be paid, Grant.
2: I guess. You really think we're going to conspiracy theory on I, her? I, I don't know. All I'm going to
3: say really is on a ski hill, it is. It, it, it isn't as clear as you always think it is.
2: Well, according to that Unless resort... you hit
3: a tree. Oh, yeah. You know it's your fault.
2: <laughs> That's true. Well,
3: I mean, you know. That's true. I didn't mean it in a bad no, 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 way. no, no.
2: no. I, I, but, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. I feel like this one's not going to go well for her. She should have just paid this guy the money. have paid him, And but... just walked away. Yeah. But nothing goes well for her. Lori, tell
3: us the story about Sophia Coppola's daughter.
2: Oh,
1: Oh, it's just, it was just a TikTok that she did. She was um, grounded because she tried to hire a helicopter with her dad's credit card, Thomas Mars, <laughs> um, to go visit a friend, a camp friend in another, you know, borough. And this
3: made me laugh fast. so hard.
2: <sighs> Can you imagine? I'm going to take daddy's credit card and rent a helicopter.
3: No, and then, and then she's grounded and she's not supposed to use social media, so she's going to get triple grounded. And then she didn't know the difference between an onion and something else, a shallot, a uh, sh- which that I guess you I can understand because a shallot is a large garlic-looking thing. It is a different right. size, so I get that. But it sounds like she was, was really cute.
1: It, it was just funny, and yes, uh, Sofia Coppola was trending all day because of her daughter's uh, TikTok, and um, yeah, yeah, she was. One people to join her while she makes vodka pasta sauce. Well, she's you know okay. it was kind of cute.
3: All right, everybody, if you haven't signed up for uh, pick your prize yet, it is on our app. Your chance to win a ten thousand dollars prize. Check it out. We'll be back tomorrow. Lori, aloha. Aloha, and Grant. Thanks so much. No
0: problem. Job done. Off you
3: go.